New month, new week. Good morning and welcome back to Motivation in a Mini. Your host, as always, Rico Besse. How was your weekend? Mine was fantastic. It was my birth weekend, if that's a thing. Uh, obviously, from my previous podcast, talking about the fact that turning 40 and didn't get there by myself. Good, good, good. Appreciation, appreciation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But to, to sum it up, had a great weekend. Thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes across all forms of social media, technology, what have you. To say your kind regards towards my birthday. So, new month, new week. September, I'm excited. And because I'm pumped about the podcast, you know, trying to get back in, into more of a routine of it and also staying consistent, long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity as always. And also because I had a good um, kind of topic or thing to talk about for this podcast. So let's jump right into it. Being open-minded. What does that look like? What does that consist of? What does that even mean? And I want to talk about this because especially in the current political climate, which if you ever think about it, anytime there's an election, it's an election year, you're in some kind of political climate. Maybe right now a little more polarizing. I mean, everybody wants to blame that on the president. I don't blame that on the president. I, I blame that on his critics. Um, and mainly so because, I mean, there's even Republicans that aren't a fan of him. And I think that's just because he's not uh, establishment. You know, he hasn't been doing it for 40 years, which I think uh, kind of tells you all to some of these people who have been in the political arena for 40 some odd years and what does all that experience and time amount to where we're at right now see that's the thing if they had done their job we wouldn't be in the position we're at right now but because they haven't because they've been textbook politicians these are the results. They didn't happen overnight. But not trying to talk politics, but usually that's also something that bleeds into being open-minded and being open to not just other opinions, but other possibilities. Are you truly open-minded? And I don't think you are. Well, yeah, if I was to make an assumption, probably not. And if I really wanted to go a step further and maybe even just challenge you to be more open-minded than you are currently now. Because I think when you really embrace it, really embrace the concept and what it means. And it's not just a matter of hearing other people's opinions. I mean, it's kind of when people talk about the difference between hearing something and really listening to something. 
Like, you can't turn off what you're listening to. But if you're really hearing, well, however you want to um, define, right, essentially between listening and hearing, um, then choose accordingly. Let's see what I got here. Sorry, I'm just seeing where I can fall into traffic to make my turn. And I'll turn right here. Okay, so, right, you're always listening. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's, let's phrase it in that context, right? Listening. Are you truly listening? And in that context, listening, hearing, and you'll people say like, oh, but do you hear me? Are you listening? Just like your eyes, you can't turn off what you see, but are you really paying attention? And so back to talking about just being open-minded. Are, are you open to the possibility that you are completely wrong? Your opinion is not correct. Your thoughts are not real. Like you have to have some foundation, some structure of what you believe and don't believe. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that what you've been toting for the last 20 years is false. And, and the reality is, it's okay. It truly is. Um, oh, this is a turn only lane. Getting over. I'm gonna do it. Um, and so this isn't just so you can talk politics with your friends online. In fact, I would still, once again, highly avoid that because and 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 you'll and that's where I think it highlights what percentage of us human population are truly open minded like if in this current climate you can get into a political discussion with your friends and still remain friends at the end of it then there's a good chance you're open minded right but if you get into a really good discussion, and I say really good as in like really entrenched into either just opinions, like it doesn't have to be facts. Like that's the problem with people is they want to turn opinions into facts. Or if you're not with me, well then you're against me. Uh, that's not how that works. It's like somebody coming to me saying, I love pickles. If you don't love pickles, then we can't be friends. <laughs> well, well, damn, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty harsh. I'm, uh, I'm sorry that's going to be what really splits us. Like, you can like pickles, 
I mean, you can love pickles. And and it's okay for me to, to actually hate them. Like, it's okay for me to have a visceral reaction to it and the smell of it. Like, they both can coexist. And so if you can talk politics with your friends um, at a truly, deeply level where you can say, I dislike, disdain, hate, very strong word, but I hate your candidate, and these are all the reasons why, and vice versa. Like, share that. But that's what I'm saying, being open-minded to the fact that I could be wrong. My thoughts and opinions and what I've collected to be reasoning, it could have all added up to something that isn't correct. The math on it could be wrong. And so I talk about it with politics that truly highlight being open-minded, but then also bringing it back to everything else in your life and how you lead and how you follow and, and what you define for yourself. You don't have to put yourself in a box, right? You don't have to say, well, I'm always this or I'm always that. I definitely cannot stand when people talking absolutes to me gravity that's an absolute one plus one equals two rules that are unbreakable you can build around them always rely on them very consistent etc etc you know I'm never good at sports I'll, I'll never be an artist. I don't have an artistic bone in my body. And, it, and it's that mentality of, oh, that's the way it's always going to be. Can't be any different. Same thing with being open-minded. It's always got to be this way. This is the way it has to be. I can never I can never do any better, be any better, get any better. I mean maybe the thing that you've been doing for the last five, ten, fifteen years, what have you. Maybe you've really gotten complacent in it and it's just not your life's calling. And maybe you're good at it just because you've spent a lot of time at it. And just because you put a lot of time and effort into a mistake doesn't mean you got to hold on to it. You can let go. It's tough, but when people in, in, in relationships go... I think it's time for us to go our separate ways. You know, after 20 years of being with somebody, 
but just realizing, right? It wasn't like at 19 years you go, wow, we've something's we've grown apart. No, it, it happened before that. I mean, there can be uh, a pinnacle moment, an apex event, but just like when somebody wants to quit their job and they give their two weeks notice, they didn't decide that the day before. It was something that was building up to that. Something that snowballed into more. Open-minded, open-minded to just your existence, your possibilities, what you can achieve. I think a lot of people deep down inside have a desire to be their own boss, but really don't know what that entails or means, or the fact that you can achieve it. Like, I believe anybody can achieve it if they really want it. comes to sports yeah genetics help if I want to make it in basketball I should probably be tall but then you got those outliers you got those people that prove the exception to the rules Bud Webb Muggsy Bogues right and I can't imagine for somebody like like Muggsy Bogues to go, I just am genetically disposed to never ever set foot on a professional basketball court. But he didn't. And he was good. I mean, is there a novelty to being the shortest professional basketball player ever? but also not relegated to the fact that he was like a one and done or he was on the Charlotte Hornets for quite some time and he didn't ride the bench I mean the dude played because he was good same with Spud Webb Atlanta Hawks Once again, I'm going to say you're probably not. You are not open-minded. To really embrace other ideas, other opinions. Like as sure as you may be in yourself. To think. There's a chance I'm wrong. There's a chance what I'm trying to do or implement ain't gonna work. Like, it doesn't have to be self-doubting. 
it can just be a matter of open to the possibilities open to all possibilities I like the topic that I'm talking about now and it just gets me thinking about ways to you know expound or explain that that you probably are not open-minded and uh, and it does it, it, it may be for me because at the beginning of this year including all of the racial tensions rioting political posturing that uh There's people on Facebook that I had to uh, either mute forever, postpone for 30 days or what have you, or just unfriend altogether. And not because I'm not open-minded, it's because they weren't. Share 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 with me your opinion. Say, you know, this is how I feel. But I can instantly tell when you're not open-minded when you come at me like if you don't think, right? Like I love when it always starts like that. If this doesn't make you wanna then you're putting in this box, you're putting in this label. If you're okay with this, this, and this, putting rules, stipulations on opinions. So, what you're trying to tell me is that if my opinion doesn't equal your opinion, then we'll make up the situation. I'm a racist. Well, that couldn't be further from the truth. But if you're already sharing with me your mindset that this plus this equals racist, and there's no other way to solve this equation. There's no other way to figure out the math to racism. It's very black and white for you. You've already defined that this Plus this equals racist, and you won't tolerate it. And so, if you are aligned with these opinions, or these people, or individuals, or you have this thought, or you don't think this is wrong, you're a racist, and you need to stop being my friend. Like, that's even the better one, where it's like, it makes the choice easy for me. Like, I don't have to think about, ah, should I mute them? Should I? No, they're telling me right now. Unfriend me. Like, we've known each other. We've served with each other. Blood, sweat, and tears, or what have you. But, if you don't have this exact same opinion, which has now become a fact in your mind, right? 
Sorry, kiddo. You are closed-minded and <laughs> the opposite of what I'm trying to breed here. And so, on top of the pandemic of 2020, Which, to me, I think is blown out of proportion, not from the sake of our response. Like, yeah, masks, they suck. Social distancing, not what we're bred for as a species. Not being able to do the things that brought you happiness. They'll, they'll be there when you are able to do it again. I'm not, in my opinion, going to be a toddler and have a fit over, you know, even being put on house arrest, which none of us are under house arrest, but we're all acting like we're having all our freedom taken away from us. But so my, my beef isn't with the pandemic itself or the response. our own internal and then external response like everybody's gonna be talking about this three or four years later like oh the pandemic of 2020 what a hellacious year and I'm like it, it really wasn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things uh minor annoyance, inconvenience. You know, it's not the bubonic plague or Spanish flu. And I mean, Spanish flu was just bad because they didn't have modern medicine. Bubonic plague was awful. The same thing. Knowledge was whack and no modern Ah, yeah, yeah, dang it, modern medicine and uh, and they didn't know about germs, you know, like wash your hands, sanitizer. Like this, this year really, like if you lost somebody due to COVID I mean the flu is just a flu it's just a thing yeah I'm not trying to be insensitive that's not my place losing somebody no matter what it is is heartbreaking but once again I'm open-minded, like, that. I'm truly open-minded, like, to the fact that today could have been the last time that I saw my wife and daughter. Something could happen to my mom in her travels at work, and last night was the last time I saw her alive. Like, that's horrendous thoughts, but right now, this trip that I'm taking to work 
could be my last. I might not ever make it to work. Open-minded. Like, that's open-minded. That right now, this recording, whether it gets published or not because I take my last breath on the way to work, and uh, I was having some heated, not heated, having some one-way discussions with my wife and kid and mom and they didn't like the the flow of the conversation because I was just talking about my own mortality and then the mortality of all of us and it's a real possibility like open-minded I don't see death the same way because it's in the same fashion as life giveth and taketh a lot of people today are waking up not realizing that they're taking their last breath like they don't even know what's coming for them oblivious to the possibility not open minded to their own mortality I think also once again if people were truly open minded they would not drive so recklessly like every day I see people darting in and out of traffic cutting people off not using signals not doing the little things to be safe keeping distance I mean I'm there is the possibility that they realizing everything they do just jeopardizes their life a percent or two more you know and it all compounds a little bit um, that's a possibility but I doubt it you know they really really loved or cared about those in their lives or valued their own life for the sake of others they would just slow down a little bit drive a little safer are you a crappy driver? I'm sure once again in your mind you go I probably could drive a little better then why don't you (laughs) do you not care about your significant other your kids your mom your dad if they had to find out today that you die because of a car accident that could have been avoided if you had just slowed down a bit, distanced yourself a little bit from the next vehicle, paid attention a little more, not distracted driving, or even better, you weren't trying to text on your phone while driving. You weren't trying to respond to something, email or otherwise, on your phone. Like right now, I can look at my phone and see I've got a text, I've got an email. definitely a younger me in the days of early phone technology, smartphones and driving would have been like, oh yeah, let me just uh, do this thing if I had said here, slam three or four beers and then get behind the wheel, you go 
That's crazy. When statistically they've shown it's the same effect as distracted driving. In fact, I think in some regards now, because of our smartphone appendage, that distracted driving is on the same playing field as drinking and driving. One you know is completely intolerable. Would never do it. How could I? How could anybody drink and drive? Disgusting. But you'll pick up your cell phone and swipe here, there, that. Click on something, respond to something. Get off my uh, soapbox there on that moment. So went down the rabbit hole of being open-minded and now I'm accusing you of being a bad driver. So not only are you closed-minded, but you probably should have your license taken away. These are possibilities. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm no saint. There's times I definitely catch myself once again being closed-minded. You're gonna have an awesome day? Are you open to that possibility? See, I think there's certain things that you can be closed-minded about. And it's okay. Let me see. The fact that the day is out of your control. No, the day's out of your control. So you can be closed-minded to the possibility that it's out of your control. We'll say the day's out of your control, how you react to the day. Right, whether you get a flat tire, your battery dies. I like talking about things in vehicles because these are things that happen, right? Um, yeah, flat tire, battery dies. Maybe somebody hits you. I've been rear-ended before. Not fun. Completely alters your day. Spill something on yourself. Well, that's always a good one. Make a big mess. Makes it seem like you peed your pants. Or even better yet, you're wearing white pants or a white shirt. I'm wearing white shorts. I've never worn white pants. Now I want a pair of white pants. I want a pair of white shoes. All white. And somebody made a comment about that last week, actually. I was wearing my all white Adidas. And I'm like, ooh, that's scary. And, I, and it was just, it was, it was great. It was perfect. Is the exact reason why I bought those shoes is because the mentality that, ooh, all white shoes, that's hard to keep clean, so why bother? Or those are eventually going to get dirty and nasty, so why even try? No! Defeated. Defeated mentality. Not here, not on this podcast, not within, these, uh, within the space that occupies both my ear holes, all right? Yeah, they could get dirty. I could get something on them that just never comes out. 
but that's not going to rob me from the desire or the want to have some all-white sneakers and just like all-white pants don't know if I can pull it off but I'm gonna freaking do it I'm gonna buy some all-white pants and now I'm excited about buying a pair of slacks my day just got better open-minded folks oh I was talking about things being closed-minded too right um, yeah the fact that every day is yours to take every day is yours to make awesome to make outstanding don't accept the result yesterday morning started off not good for me as in things and deadlines that I was what the oh I was wondering why we were stopped. Bikers in the road. Freaking bikers. Anyways. Um, yeah, I started off yesterday morning rough. Thinking I had missed some deadlines. Obligations. Little things here and there that were just getting on my nerves. But they were my nerves. They were my emotions. They were my feelings. And I let the day kind of unfold. And about three hours in, it got better. Because I started doing and executing and moving and making things happen. And then I felt powerful. I felt back in control. And I called my wife and told her how much I love her. That's it. That was the only reason. That was the only motivation I needed. But I was just like throwing another log on the fire. Although calling my wife and telling her how much I love her and appreciate her. That's like throwing a 55 gallon drum of kerosene on something. It's awesome. It's a trick that I have to uh, in my back pocket for bringing my day or turning my day around by telling somebody you love them and you care about them and they mean everything to you. You can't say that upset. You can't say that and not feel better about yourself. So, boom, another free tip, another trick. When you're having a horrible day, call somebody and tell them that you appreciate them and that you love them and you're so happy that they're in your life. If you can't muster up the strength and energy to do that, you're having a really bad day. Or you just need to freaking suck it up and do it, Buttercup. All right. That's it. Drive's complete. I am complete. Are you ready to go be awesome? Of course you are. So am I. So let's go do it. Let's go have an awesome September. 
intentionally. And I truly do love and respect y'all. I'm out.